Hey guys, welcome to episode number five of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey everyone, so today I'm here with my boyfriend and lover, Ben. You want to Hello, say hi? how are you doing? Thank you very much for having me here, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Ben. You know, it was really hard to decide whether or not I would answer all of your emails asking if you could be on the show, but... Yeah, well, it's nice to finally check out your studio yeah. slash flat, <laughs> studio flat. We're, we're in my uh, kitchen. <laughs> so, Ben and I have been dating for almost a year now. Yeah, not about nine months. Okay, nine months. We met almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought it'd be such an awesome podcast to ask you guys questions on my Instagram and to see what kind of questions you had for a man. I know that when I was single, I always wanted things to be answered by a man. And I've heard a few podcasts before um, where the woman would get her boyfriend on and he'd answer questions. So I wanted to do a similar thing. Yeah, so I'll, I'll basically give... An insight. A completely holding nothing back, honest answer to whatever questions you guys have and whatever questions Mimi might have. Um, we want to dig inside a man's brain, basically, is can, what we're trying to do. You can dig inside my mind. You might be horrified. He's um, going to be honest. You might be pleasantly surprised. Good. I'm glad. So, who knows? But one thing I'll promise is I'll be very honest. Good. I'm, I'm excited for this, and I'm actually curious to see what you're going to answer to a lot of these questions. All right, okay. Okay, so I asked you guys on my Instagram story to send in some dating, relationship, Q&As, or Qs. Sorry, I'm just going to restart that. Qs for A's. Qs for A's. Yeah, let it roll, because it's funny. Am I having... Okay, you tell me. Are you producing me now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... The first question from my Insta DMs that I got when I asked you guys about what I should ask Ben is... Are you going to are you gonna say who the username is? Absolutely not. Fair enough. Okay. This so is anonymous discre- questions. Yeah. All of these so are going to be anonymous. Some, some dirty stuff. No, we're can, not going to go dirty. Can, we're going to go like... You can ask like, nasty stuff. You can ask embarrassing things. Your name is not going to be read out on the podcast. So you're all good. Yeah. So for next time, you guys know if you want to send in some cues... We won't. Yeah, no need to say for a friend or whatever. Okay, so number one, why do guys act like they're in a relationship with you? They sleep with you, etc., but then they still want to get with other girls and don't want to become serious. That I think comes back to basic instinct. I would say. I'd say. No. You should see my face right now. Yeah, <laughs> you have basic instinct to go with no, no, other I think, girls. I think, I think on. on uh, on average, a guy has like a desire to spread the seed. Let's yeah. be honest. Oh, I know. That's kind of, that's Your kind seed of the, likes the to thing. spread. Whereas, whereas yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this isn't about me. I'm, t- I'm talking about general. I've got some got some dodgy friends. Um, and I think yeah, guys are sort of programmed a little bit, maybe deep down, to have an eye for girls wherever they are and it's just a case of the guy be either being able to control that or maturing enough that they don't have to follow that 
or realizing that a girl is important enough that they can put them before these kind of little urges. But they will probably always be there at a sort of program level. So, but then you know we're in a very healthy relationship. There, are like, you and I. Yeah, we are. Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is now. No, now bring it to us. Feelings? No, I know, but I know for a fact that you don't want to cheat on me, and I no. know for a fact that you know. When you realize that you really wanted to be with me, you kind of wanted to make it exclusive. Like, this girl is asking, why the hell is this guy treating her like their boyfriend and girlfriend? He's sleeping with her. He's taking her out for dinners. They're basically dating, but he's still sleeping with other girls. He is sleeping with other yeah, girls. Yeah, like, okay. he's, he's seeing other people. Um, okay, well, in that case, I think, by the sound of things, and I said I was going to be honest, by the sound of things, I know this sounds a little bit bleak, but... It sounds like either he hasn't put you a high enough priority or he's, well, his priority seems to be the spreading the seed and... He's not maybe ready getting, for a relationship? Is that it? Maybe, or... He yeah. is, he's not that into you, maybe. Or maybe he's not, you know, that, that into you. All right. We're I know that sounds blunt. a bit bleak. No, yeah. this is good. But we want blunt. We need, I, we need that's it. That's what I said. So if I were you, girl, from a girl's perspective, um, if he's not giving you what you want, maybe hold back a little bit. Stop giving him what he wants and sleeping with him whenever he calls you up. If you want a relationship, kind of make that clear and be like, listen, I'm not into this, like, you seeing other people and seeing me. I don't really like sleeping with someone who is fucking other people at the same time. So these are my standards. What, yeah. what would you say back to that? You maybe need to kind of shift the power more in your favor at this stage. I mean, it's it's sad to be like talking about power and stuff like that. The games happen and they're real. But, but early stages that often is the case because people need to like find their balance of power and find like where they are, where they can get away with what, you know, if they're feeling like someone's taking the piss out of them or something like that, like it sounds like you're experiencing, then maybe you need to... Do something to shift the power back in your direction a bit. So what would she do? Like, give an example. Like, would she maybe stop answering the texts as often? Yeah, being a bit be, more hard be, to be get? A, be, be harder to get. Be, be, um, it's supply and demand. So if, if he's feeling like it's harder to get you, his demand for you is going to go up and you're going to go up in the priorities against these other temptations and whatever feelings he's getting. I would have to know more evidence exactly of what he's doing but but he's from, probably just think he can get away with it from, right from, like, from first yeah from first impression of what you're saying it does sound like maybe his priorities are a little bit off it and you need to you know make him realize that he hasn't got you easily and he if he wants you more he he will probably stop doing that kind of stuff yeah yeah all right so really great answer any yeah. any other techniques well, ideas. I personally, Ben and I were actually just talking about this at dinner. We just came back from dinner. It's a nice Saturday night podcasting. Um, so I actually was really trying to be hard to get with Ben when we first started to date. I You were quite like strict to the book. You had like techniques that you like... Oh, babe. Okay, I'm just going to do a little disclaimer here. When I first met Ben, I was like, all right, I need to date this guy. So I bought two dating books on Amazon and I read them both before our third date or something. This is something I found out way later. Way later, like six months into our relationship. I had no idea about at the time. Yeah. And it's just interesting to me now. I'm a researcher, babe. And it it kind of makes sense when I see... When you look back. The things that you followed like quite to the book. Yeah. Literally to the book. Yeah. 
So I, I bought The Bingo Theory by Mimi Icon. She's the same, first name as me. And then I bought The Secret, or no, not The Secret. Um, The Dating, oh fuck, I forget it. Okay, I'll have to tell you guys another time what it is. It's some like dating handbook written by two moms and their two daughters together. That one is pretty strict. I didn't follow them like literally roll by roll, but I kind of just, what both books taught me is that as much as we don't want to play games, we don't need to consider them games, but like you need to create desire in a certain way. So Ben and I, we didn't sleep together for the first like, like five times we hung out. I think it was like our fifth date. But, um, which is, like, in today's day and age, pretty long, I think. Um, the other thing is that I think I tried to be a bit more mysterious with him. I wouldn't just reveal everything during our dates. We'd have fun, playful dates, and it was really, we just had so much fun together. But I wanted to act in a way that he would just be a bit more intrigued and want to take me on the next date, you know? And I, I would never text him first. This is one thing. And so, so were you using like techniques that you read from the book during the date, or was it just like in texting yeah. stuff? Like texting, I could definitely tell that. Well, I, I, I it makes sense after when yeah. I look back on it, I can see that you were following something to a, to it. Like, oh my god, Ben! Literally, you would text me something. And I would, like, send screenshots to Stella and be like, what do I answer? You're like, hey, happy face. And I'd be like, he did this kind of happy face. What the fuck? Like, it was, like, the craziest thing you would never have expected considering my responses. Like, I was so cool. Like, so chill. And then I get, like, a a co-written message coming back that's, like, been edited, been proofread. Yeah. When Stella (laughs) first met you, I I don't know if she said this to you or said it to me, but she was like, I'm going to introduce myself as, hey, I'm Stella, the co-author of all of your texts with Mimi. Yeah. So so were you using techniques, like, on the date, or was it just kind of, like, when we weren't together and when we were messaging? Both. Definitely both. I, I wanted, but I put my own flair to it. I didn't just read a book and do everything it said. I took everything into consideration. Um, some of the dating, oh, the dating book is called The Rules. That's what it's called. Not The Secret. That's a personal growth book. <laughs> the Rules. So essentially that one is pretty strict. It was really all about like, never text him first. Do not sleep with him until he's committed to you. All this stuff, like really intense. Um, not that that's intense, but there were a lot of things in there that I wouldn't necessarily do because... I have a slight like feminist side to me, but you know, I think just listening to your gut and just not being like too open. I think mystery is a sexy, sexy quality, especially at the beginning. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, have fun because relationships are supposed to be fun. Ben and I, we literally had so much fun our first. So what would you say? Like uh, one of the parts of mystery, and I've always found this is, is, is not necessarily giving information until it's asked for or sought. So, like, if you just sit there and you just tell someone, oh, this, that's this, that, I do this, that, 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 yeah, that, yeah. then they're like, oh, okay, that, that's great. Whereas if they're asking you something or something comes up where they get, like, a little hint of something they're interested in and then they pursue it, then that's something much more interesting when you then yeah. hear about it. Yeah, wait till you're asked Wait till questions. you ask something. And the, the good thing, I think, about a girl on a date, and this may sound a little bit sexist, but it's, it's sometimes... Often a guy will feel it's their responsibility that if there's like a silence or something like that, a guy will feel like it's their responsibility. And 
So generally a guy's kind of like keeping it flowing. And, it, and if there are like quiet moments, that's not a bad thing necessarily. So you're saying the girl technically has more control in the first I, oh, few days? Yeah, I definitely think so. So it's more of like if a date goes really badly, I feel like that's more of a guy's responsibility. Because he usually would have planned it. Yeah, like, you know, and, and you know how guys think. They think, oh, I'm charming. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's my duty to charm the girl rather than rather than, you know, Her them entertaining you on a date or whatever. So so a girl can be, like, a bit more quiet and mysterious, and that will actually be quite an attractive thing. Like, a girl doesn't need to be, like, talking the whole time necessarily. If that's their personality, then, of course, follow that. Yeah. But if you're, if you're trying to add a bit of mystery, that that's quite a good way to do it. So if a girl's, like, a little Take bit quiet... Take it slower, yeah. yeah just Maybe not even quiet. Like, be yourself, but just, like... Don't share every single detail. Yeah. Yeah. Every detail of your life story. Just like, you know. Wait till someone, you know, seeks it or or wants to mm. go a bit further on a point, you know. Yeah. It's like you want to entice them to go on a second date and a third date if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. That gives you like more stuff that that you can dip into. And And then you can see on the second date or whatever, you can say, oh, the guys remember this. He's asked me about this. And then. And don't be available all the time. Ben, you'd ask me to hang out. And if I was. You know, doing yeah, you say, something, I I'd remember, be like, what? I remember you said once, you were like, I asked you if you wanted to, like, come over or something. Or, or do something the next day. And you said, you have to book me in advance, baby. And, I did and then say I remember, that. And then I remember having the conversation with you afterwards where you were like, oh, I was totally fucking free. But I... <laughs> I was, like, working was like, with my intern at this cafe all day. And you were like, let's hang out tonight. Or no, you said, hey, do you want to hang out during the day? I'm like, no, I'm working with my intern and then you were like, okay, what about tonight? Just a cheeky drink at the Phoenix? Yeah, you said that literally word exactly. for word. Yeah. And I was like, I was yeah. Being cheeky. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sorry, can't tonight, but like next week. And then we ended up going for our first dinner together. Yeah. That was like our third date, our dinner. I do I do remember you saying, Yeah, you have to book me in advance, baby. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Like I didn't see that as like a bad yeah, thing. Not and, like a last minute. It it wasn't like <clears throat> it wasn't like I wouldn't have asked you again. And and if I was in a position where I would only ask you once, the truth is I'd probably be looking just to bang you. Mm-hmm. So and then so I wouldn't you, have wanted that anyway. So. so if you did filter me out at that stage, you've you've done no wrong anyway. If I didn't ask again after you've given a perfectly good excuse and reason, and I can clearly see that you know with one day's notice, yeah. you're a busy girl. I definitely had the impression that you were like very busy and you had a lot going on, and that's a great thing. And I that think. was something that kept me attractive. It's sexy when someone else has their own life. You know, Definitely I'm, when you got cool stuff going on. Yeah, and I sure. personally think that the best relationships come from when both people are their own people. They have their own shit going on. They do their own thing, and their relationship is just a plus. They don't rely on... Well, I think relying on someone is actually... Like, I rely on oh, them. Yeah. I do. Once we get but deeper like, in. Yeah, when we get deeper in, for sure. But like at the beginning, like you don't want to feel like the other person is just like waiting to hang out with you. And like you want to feel like they're busy doing their own thing. And like, yeah, yeah. You know, they're and independent. And they could see you, but they're not like, yeah. they're depending on it. They have, they have other options because then it kind of, you know, if a guy thinks that you're super desirable and you have other options and you kind of make it seem like you're mysterious and like you, you aren't 100% committed from the first time you meet them, they're going to, you know, naturally men like to, to achieve things and win. And if they like you, they will naturally want to see you more and kind of get you. Right, Ben? Yeah. Should we see another question? Yeah. Okay. So this is a really good question. I think you're amazing to answer this. Question is, is sex vital in keeping two people in a relationship? So I would say, for me, it's very, very important. 
For me, it's very important. I've, for most men, do you think it is? Yeah. I, I would say for most men, but it's not the case for all. Some people are very casual about it and and I take it or leave it and, and don't like to have it necessarily that often or don't like seek it. It's not on their mind a lot. But I would say definitely for me, being very honest, it's a very important thing for me. And if I'm not getting just kind of like a basic level of what I need, I will feel very frustrated it will create other sort of problems. It will make me more irritable. It will make me less tol- uh, tolerant of other stuff. I'll be like, oh, if... If if, if you can't give me this, then yeah, why would yeah, I do this? You know, why, why do I want to, you know, necessarily go out for all these dinners with, like, with your friends or things like that? And, and you're like, oh, but I'm not, you know, getting what I basically need. And this is being really honest because this c- kind of sounds bad, but I need a certain amount of sex or yeah. I'm fucking grumpy. Yeah. No, but then that's not bad. Shit. Like that's how you, your physiology is. Like you're just yeah. naturally like you need to release it often. I need, you know? it. I, I need it. And it's just not, it's not just like, it's not a physical thing. I need that Men- mental um, intimacy yeah. and, and totally. affection because you know there's an that affection you get from sex that you don't get from from anything else cuddling even because like, it's really something... intimate and and yeah. there's like an intimacy that that satisfies something in a different way you know what ben that makes so much sense i think sex yes it feels good but if you're in a relationship i also agree super important because it creates this level of intimacy that you don't get really anywhere else you can yeah. cuddle all you want but like yeah, yeah. being naked together it's like such yeah. an, a vulnerable thing and I think there's, it's a, there's really a real closeness. And it. if one person is and it makes a lot, you feel good. yeah. And if and it feels nice, like pleasure your partner, and you know, be able to have that connection together. Because the last thing you want is for them to, you know, build up this frustration and and maybe even like I know this is awful, but like you know, consider seeing other people, like because then yeah. you can't get that one vital thing. So for a lot of people, sex is super important, but. A lot of people just aren't as sexual. So, Ben, how would you deal with, like, if I wasn't that sexual how and you just loved every other part of me, like, how would you deal with this? So, so this, this, this is something that I have experienced in the past, actually. I've, I've been in a place where I've been basically sexually frustrated long term. And the results from that were, it's hard to say if, for you and I, because I'm very satisfied and we've got like... Yeah, you the... are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get it. <laughs> um, uh, it's 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 hard to say how that would be because it because we're just naturally... We match up mm. at the same levels, which is ideal and I haven't had it in a long time. But in the past, what I've experienced is from, from being sexually frustrated and not quite getting what you want over a longer period of time. And the result for me, and this is... Again, being very honest and not necessarily making myself sound that good. But I've, as a result of it, been tempted by other girls. I've been out, you know, when you're drunk and you're out and someone gives you the eyes or something like that. You start feeling like an urge for, it's not even necessarily sexual. You, you're you not necessarily like ready to bang. You're not like getting a boner or whatever on a night out. But you get this raw urge for intimacy you're like lacking you want you want intimacy you want you want to like be intimate in 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 the way that that sex gives you it's not like you want to go up and like give someone a hug you want you want to be intimate there's a lot that comes with sex too like you know usually like if you're having a steamy sexy makeout 
with your partner, it leads to something sexual a lot of the time. So it's like if you're not having sex with them, like I feel like if the girl, for example, because this is usually what happens, like if the girl really just doesn't feel like having sex and the guy is trying to like have a passionate makeup session with her and she's just like, no, babe, I'm not in the mood. Like that intimacy of just making out itself is really important. Yes, that connection. It does. Oh, it, so it's it like, gives you some of the stuff that you need just from sex. Like if you can have just those kind of makeup. Yeah. yeah e- even like when, you know, with a few less clothes on or something like that, you know, that gives you some of the like satisfaction um, as a guy and guys are very simple they're very like basic it's like some really raw needs there like, girls have more complicated needs from what I've seen mm-hmm. guys emotional. are very simply pleased and they will often have like some basic things that if they're met they're just happy um, but yeah. but yeah from from past experience if, if you're sexually frustrated sometimes you just get an urge and it gets worse when you're out and you're drinking or you're with a bunch of friends or you're, you know, in that kind of environment. Also, you need to put your, like, relationship first sometimes. Like, I, I don't know who asked this question, how old they are. Like, we're kind of talking, like, people in their mid-20s in relationships. Like, I'm not talking about teenagers who aren't really ready to have sex yet or whatnot. So this is what we're kind of talking about right now. So if you haven't had sex yet and your partner wants to, like, that's a whole other podcast. But I'm just going to say, like, if the girl isn't in the mood like to be honest sometimes not often because ben just turns me on but (laughs) sometimes when i if i'm not in the mood and i'm tired or something and like you're super horny like and you're like craving like head or something like i will literally i know this is a bit graphic sorry it's all girls listening it's all girls listening so it's fine um like i i literally just because i love you and i want to, like you know I want you to be yeah. happy like if I'm really not in the mood I won't but like most of the time I'm like okay you suck it up just do it and I'll just do it and suck I it end up. up oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's an interesting choice of words oh my god <laughs> suck, suck it up then what <laughs> fuck off what's next no I you know I I like to maybe you know do some things sometimes that I don't necessarily want to do just to kind of keep the other person happy if I really don't want to do it I won't but like put you know you can't be selfish in a relationship like you really just can't and it won't work if you are yeah definitely and and yeah a, a guy if 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 they can tell that you really don't want to and it's not like a regular occurring thing they, they shouldn't then force they, you then they're yeah. not gonna, they shouldn't they absolutely if shouldn't they do then you. get out of there uh, but yeah like... and they won't force you and and they'll sit back and be like oh you know usually mm-hmm. you absolutely usually I get what I what I want I'm always so satisfied and I feel like we have like a healthy back and forth here. You know, I I will, you know, get over myself and go to sleep and let them chill. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, Ben has never forced me to do anything. Oh, and that, He's well, never pressured me. So you need to find a guy that, that doesn't do that because you yeah, should Yeah, that, that, that should never happen. And, and really a guy should... Essentially, it's kind of their problem first if, if they're frustrated. And, and the answer for them is... You need a new girlfriend if you're being frustrated. You shouldn't be taking it out on another girl because there's no obligation for a girl to be doing things that they no, don't necessarily sure. want also, to do. Also, I just thought, like, if you're a really sexual person and your partner isn't, like, it might cause long-term negativity and... Totally. Like, if, if you force a girl to do something that she doesn't want to do or she does something that she's not comfortable with, 
it will create. She'll build it up and she'll have it resentment towards you. Yeah. And there's something really personal about sex. And if you're not ready to do something as a woman, you it, it's a very insecure thing if you do it and you don't want to and you're not ready for it. So I just think like maybe find a partner with similar sexual compatibility because yeah. it's important. And and if you're in that situation, you just just be clear with the guy. Like be clear like quite early on and they'll get it. Like once once they're um expectation expectations are put at like a at the right level then they'll just get used to that yeah okay so that's awesome next question do men feel emasculated when a woman is strong and knows what she wants or do they find it attractive so we were just talking, we were about, just talking this about this in the uber back from the restaurant and i would say in my opinion i i i, I definitely agree that some men are definitely intimidated by it and would rather have a girl that's just submissive and timid it's just you know someone they bring around on their arm but that that i think is that's not not every man i don't think anyone should accept it's dependent on the person and i would say in my opinion and my experience if a girl is truly um, what was the wording of it? She was what, just strong. Yeah, woman is strong and knows what she wants. Knows, they strong and knows what she wants. I would say if if they're truly deep down strong and know what they want, then they have a confidence about them where they're not trying to prove that they're strong. And they're not aggressive. And they're not aggressive and they're not trying to push points at you. They're just confident in themselves. And this is something I noticed in Mimi on our very first date, like within, you know, minutes of meeting her, that she was very strong in herself and like confident deep down in a way that she didn't need to push it out Mm. and i could see that and that was immediately attractive and i would say that was the main thing that made me fall for me and and i think ben as well we're also um recently speaking about this but i have a very strong side but i also have an extremely sensitive side and i'm very feminine in my way as well um i i think you need that too. Like we both really feed off each other really well. Like my like feminine side, when I'm feeling very vulnerable, you're there for me to be my big man and have me in your arms. And it's like the most comforting feeling. And then on the other section, like if I want to go out and get what I want and do this and make plans and book a whole trip for us, like you let me do my thing. You're not, you don't need to be in control. I don't need to be in control. Like we're both at this point where like we both kind of have our roles like, I think you're very manly, and I really love being well, taken you. care of. Like, that's something... I, so I put my strongness, my strength aside about some things because I just, like, like feeling like you're, you know, wearing the pants and Yeah, I would, I would say we take turns in being each other's, like, rocks. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you come back from something or something happens to you, and you just need to, to cry be, a, be a child. Yeah, I just, just be a child and, and just, like... Be in my arms and just, you know, be a little, be a little baby. I literally, I literally sometimes pick Mimi up, put it up on my chest like a baby, and mm-hmm. like rock her like Aww. a child, and she falls so asleep like on me. Attacks. She cries, <laughs> she cries a bit on me, and then she falls asleep, and that I think is something that it's so special. It's like very therapeutic, and it's I, maybe it's like a, a throwback to like being a child, but it's yeah. so nice to just. Be, be a child and and totally be juvenile and pathetic and be like oh everything yeah it's like and, oh. just, and, and let that person take on a bit of your like stress and feelings and just 
be the adult in that situation. Mm. And likewise, vice versa, I can come in and be a total child. I can be yeah. really negative about things. I can be pathetic. I immature, can be, talking I can be about immature. like potty language. <laughs> well, no, no. Even when, you know, I need like, like I need support and yeah, I need, yeah. um, and, and I'm like feeling vulnerable. I'm like feeling, um, sad about something and I can just be a total child and I can like lie on your chest mm. and you can be like a grown up strong woman mm-hmm. and make me feel like Careful I'm a child and, and I'm being looked after and it's therapeutic and it m- makes me, it like resets the stress and mm-hmm. makes me like feel happy and I strong think- again once I wake up yeah. or, you know, once I come back, I feel, I come back with a, a new strength. So to answer your question, I really think that it depends on the man if they would feel emasculated if you're a strong woman. But to be honest with you, a mature man Probably won't. Yeah. So if I, you're the right right type of strong and you're not like aggressive and pushy, you yeah. know what I mean. To summarize what I say, I, I'd say there was the difference between real strength and and projected strength. And if you're really strong deep down, then you don't push it out there. And I think very few guys are not going to find that attractive. Yeah. All right. Next question. This is a pretty good one. So, what if a guy only has female friends? And he only hangs out with females at work and outside of work. Is this weird? That's a very interesting question. And and if he's straight, let's just put that. Yeah. In. Okay. So, firstly, I'll, I'll I'll start out by saying that I don't actually have many female friends. And I'm so happy about it. <laughs> are you, so are you happy about that? Then it literally just like rids me of so many like stresses. But the truth of it is, if I become friends with with a girl and from my past if I become friends with a girl and they're vaguely attractive I end up banging them okay I <laughs> don't want to know but that's like but that's like I mean maybe I'm just like maybe you're just an absolute legend or yeah something. no you're, I but, think not um <laughs> but uh, but that's kind of my experience so I, I I haven't had too many female friends but I do know some guys that I'm friends with that do have like I think my housemate has a lot of female friends and, like, hangs out with girls quite a bit. And but is it normal if a guy, like, doesn't really have guy friends? I think that's a I th- bit weird. I think, I think yeah, that's I think, weird. I think, oh, if they don't have guy friends. And they only really hang out with females. Like, I think it's then, a bit concerning. Then that is, that is, I don't know about concerning, but that's... If I, you're going to date them, I'd be concerned. I'd be like, why don't you have male friends? Because it's like, you know, you need to vibe off of them sometimes. And, like, guys need to talk about guy stuff. It's like, if you only have girlfriends, it's kind of like... Why don't you get on with guys? I think I think if that's the case, then they probably do have a slightly different personality. But that might appeal to you. But I would say that wasn't that wasn't that normal. It's not that usual. But it's I, I don't I wouldn't say it's anything bad or anything like that. I think we need to know more. It's an acquired taste, yeah. maybe that yeah. guy might be an acquired taste. Yeah, but it's not something I would know too much about. Okay, how about this? I'm just going to make up my own question here, Ben. What if you're starting to see a guy and he has a friend that's a girl that he's previously hooked up with, but he just promises that they're they're just friends and they hang out and he's not willing to not hang out with them? Like, you don't want to ask them that, but like, I, he's I've not really... I've had that before where an really... ex has moved in with an ex. And Wait, I had, what? I had to, yeah. Explain. Okay, I had an ex that... While you were dating her. While we were dating. She moved needed, in with needed her Needed a room and moved in with not really an ex, but someone that she used to hook up with, but was always good friends with. Okay, so and how did to, you And deal? I had to just deal with that. Um, 
one, I didn't feel like he was that much of a threat because I, I felt I had a, de- a decently high confidence in myself and, and, and definitely thought that he wasn't like a, a threat necessarily to me, but it was weird. It was weird That's as fuck. So it's weird. a very strange situation. And living together too. It's like you yeah, get out of the shower, you're like in a towel and it's like, oh, we fucked and yeah. it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. I've seen you naked several times kind of situation and blah, blah, blah. I know your orgasm faces or, uh. you know, weird shit like that. Um, I'd be really, I mean, I would not be okay with it. Was it was you living weird, with an weird. ex or me living with yeah, someone? But, who but, I, yeah, but but it was it was that they'd like been friends for like a very long time, and but but and and also that I think he still liked her or whatever. I think if you have a hunch, if you have a hunch that he's still like that, your boyfriend or someone you're seeing like is is sleeping with his friend quote girlfriend, um, like go with your gut. You know, and I feel Mm. like I've heard... No, listen, I've heard of so many stories of girls and guys dating and then, like, there was always that one person they were worried about while they were dating and then after they break up, they always find out. that would be the first person. Yeah, that's the first person they break up with. Or it would be the first person that they go to. Yeah. When you break up or you have a hard time or whatever. So, I don't know. I just, like, if you have a bad feeling, it's It's icky. It's, It's sometimes a lot better if... It's sometimes a lot better if you can talk to that other person and build like a little bit of a relationship with that person. So for example, obviously because my ex lived there, I you had to went over buddies. there and stayed there all yeah. the time. So, so I actually then kind of got to know him and then, and and when you get to know someone more, they, their threat level always goes down okay, got it. generally because you always big something up in your mind and, and make it think like it's more of a threat than it is. But yeah, um, about that original question, uh, it seems unusual, but that they would have only female friends. But we need uh, to know more. Maybe he's yeah, a really nice uh, they guy. Must, and you they just must have like, a slightly different personality, but yeah. that might not be a bad thing. Yeah, it might be a good if it fits thing. with you. Next question. Next question: Would you judge a woman for sleeping with you on the first date? Okay, really quickly before you answer, Ben has always told me that if I slept with him on the first date, it would be no different and he would still have the same feelings for me. I think he's a liar when he says that because I'm so adamant that, you know, if you sleep with a guy on the first date, it really makes their interest levels go down instantly and the mystery, it all goes back to mystery, I think. And the mystery levels are just like totally out of whack. What do you think? No, uh, truth bomb from me. Maybe it's different for other guys, but if I like a girl, I like a girl. So it really doesn't matter if you fuck on the matter. first date. And, and Can't you think to yourself, oh, maybe she, does thing, a, maybe she does a th- this with other guys. Yeah, you but, can't, but like, realistically, she probably does that with other guys, even though she's not sleeping with you on the first date. She's probably done that. So it's not, it's not like, and that's even worse. So in this day and age, I don't think you should necessarily judge someone for sleeping with someone on the first date. So it means that we still have hope as women if you sleep with someone on the first date, totally. then you can end up dating them. Totally. I yeah. See, I didn't think that. I I could, I could fall in love with someone that I slept with on the first date. Okay. That, that wouldn't be any sort of barrier. If I like them, I like them. Okay. That is not. But something you also, that if you're going to do that, would then automatically just... make you stop. Li- no, I know, but them. also just try to like keep that mystery thing up and like. Oh, oh, it, yeah. So it goes. It goes to what their actual personality is like. I I think the mystery side of things, um, and and how they act generally. Um, All right. Very, very good, Ben. That that makes them mysterious or not or or desirable to see. Yeah. Okay. What about this? I really, really like this guy, but I think he's still hung up on his ex. 
should I be worried or I, or should I ask him about it? So I would I would look at some signs of so you say he's hung up on his ex so that's your interpretation I'm sure. Um, why do you think he's hanging uh, hung up on his ex? Uh, is he talking about her regularly? Is he still talking to her? That would be That'd that would be, be that would be a massive flag. Um, is is he got like lots of pictures or like is he not deleting anything memorabilia of her on his phone or something i i I would say it depends on the signs because you've clearly made an interpretation here that he's still hung up on her or is he saying that he's still hung up on her which is another massive massive flag um if that's the case i would say um talk to them about it if they're not comfortable with it don't push it far but you have the right to talk to them about it if you think that they're hung up on it Again, if how you, serious if, are you though? Like, if you're just trying to see each other, don't I wouldn't like scare them off, but like, you know, maybe distance yourself a little bit and be like, and if they ask why, be like, listen, I have a feeling that you're not 100% over your ex. I just kind of want to give you space until you are, and then we can start whatever this is. Is that okay advice? Yeah, I would say, I would say so. I'd say if you're bringing it up with them, don't push it with them because then you may do something counteractive. If you see they start becoming uncomfortable about it. Maybe just drop it if 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 they're getting properly uncomfortable. But then still see them having that that suspicion. No, not necessarily. Then 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 if they are if it's looking really suspicious, then as you said, then you know maybe take a step this back, happens. see if they're if they're pursuing you. Um, but you kind of want to get to the bottom of that if if they are because they shouldn't. And what I've always said about a new relationship, and I think this is like such a test of how much you're into someone because it's sometimes hard to tell whether you're actually necessarily into someone that much until you're quite a bit further in you're like fuck like as soon as they leave I'm really missing them or like the idea of them talking to another guy or something Mm. is like a nightmare and sometimes there's only like flags come up at those later stages but a good early test is if you've had a relationship before if you then get over that person very quickly when you're with your new person that is a sign that it's a real thing mm. and that it's going somewhere and that you have a real natural set of feelings for that person. It's not so for fake. Example, it's not, I feel like if you date someone else to get over your ex, it's kind of like, but it doesn't work unless that person really. So, so you, you can, you can date someone with the intention of getting over your ex, um, then you don't but, actually, but, yeah. but you won't actually. We know some people like that. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows people like that. You know, that, that, that's a very common thing. And, and yes, it does ease pain if you're, if you're like trying to get over someone. But I would say if, if they're not getting over you within a couple of weeks, if, if, depending on how much you're seeing them, if you're like getting quite involved a couple of weeks, three weeks, maybe a month, then, then they're not falling for you. So it's definitely a flag if it's going on for a long time. And again, try to get to the bottom of it. Like we said before, if you want to, create more desire then just be a bit more mysterious pull back a little bit as nature does pull push or push pull if you kind of pull back a bit and if they actually like you they'll pull back and kind of make more effort i think so next why do men ghost like if you're dating a guy and you go on a few dates no 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 no. what girls ghost more are you serious yeah. No, men are known for ghosting. No, ghosting is a male and female equal act- Shut technique. Shut up. Yes, no, it is. Hey, okay, why do guys 
go on like even five dates with you. Like you could go on, you know, two dates and kind of decide you're not interested, sure. But why go on like five or ten and then randomly just cut it off? Is there another girl there that came into data. play? There has to be more data if, if you're oh. thinking that. But why if if you're a girl that's probably ghosted to someone and I guarantee you are it, on some level you will have ghosted someone or It's usually after one date or something. Not it's, necessarily. Like, well, it's not okay, after well, like a, a long, like, you know, I wouldn't go a on a fifth question. date with a guy if I didn't Who goes like to you him. after five dates? Um, I don't, like, I, I don't know names right now, but a lot of, like, <laughs> guys have ghosted me totally after like, you know, four, like, you know, a good amount of dates. Like, not ghosted, but like, they've just kind of faded out, you know, and this girl asking her I guy. I awkward silence. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of names right now. I'm trying to like call people out. But no, I've like a lot of guys have like after a few dates at least maybe just like disappeared, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, well, that that might be the case. Of... They're just not interested and they don't want to well, deal with depends. it. They don't mature enough to be like, listen, depends. I'm not really into it. It might be a sex related thing. If they've already had sex with you and you've had sex with you a few times, they might be like, oh, I've done that now. I'm, I'm pleased with that. I got everything I thought I was going to get there. Or if they're not having sex after five dates, they're giving up. That It can be that related. Okay, okay but you just said that if you slept with a girl for the first uh, after the first date, you might still have interest and she might be the one, or you might yes. fall in love with her. Yeah, so I would say whether you like them or not is an independent factor. Okay. So, like, if if you've done five dates, or, or, or say they've slept with you on the first date and then you slept together on the... The rest of the dates, if you like them, you're just going to carry on. But if you slept on the first date and you still don't like them, but you want to do a few, have a few more bags, oh, then you might sense. do that. All right. Makes sense. So um, the next question, and I want you to answer this one, is this is going to be the last question, you guys. Um, okay. You both are definition of perfect relationship. Happy face. Yeah. Love it. I've always thought that. Me too. <laughs> just wonder. Do you both ever argue with each other? Oh, yeah, Do you have any of flaws? Of course we argue. Every couple argues. It's unhealthy if you don't argue. It, it, the passion in arguing is kind yeah, of sexy I, afterwards. I, yeah, I would say you're not properly close. It's like it's like friends or family. There's no family member or anything that you're actually close with that you don't then argue with. I mean, people are always naturally a bit selfish. so so And people will see things from different angles. Um, but it's important that your arguments don't get blown out of proportion and it's important that they're not like ongoing regular things because that's where you know you might discover a problem yeah so we argue we've only had like maybe five or eight big ish fights not even not even eight like so so you you haven't had like a long-term relationship yeah before me right you're my first um i would say that i haven't had a proper big argument with Mimi. Really? Yeah. By, that one a few my... weeks ago when I was in Toronto at the and we were going at the airport, remember that one? I was on the phone with you at the airport. I was like that was like my the biggest fight in my eyes that we've ever had. Oh well yeah, well when you were coming back from Montreal, was it? Or... From from Toronto. Toronto, Toronto. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um I would say that was the closest thing to a big one, but it wasn't like I would say a big fight is where both of you are just like Cats and dogs. Yeah, and, and you just like had enough for that moment. And um, and both of you think it's really serious and, um, and a, a potential threat. And 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 both of you are getting thoughts like whenever I've argued with you, I've always had in the back of my mind, Oh, I'd still love this girl. I think she's so cute like that. She's <laughs> she's pissing me off right now, but 
But I still think she's so cute. <laughs> I, I would, if I was there with her, I would just snuggle her or grab a butt or something. Grab my butt. Grab your butt. <laughs> um, but I would say a real relationship is when you're thinking in the back of your mind, fuck, I want to dump this girl. Or like, uh, is this like... A real relationship, is that? Or a real no, no, a big real, a real fight. big fight. And you're thinking in the back of your mind, this, this is like, this is really bad. That's 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 what I think a big fight yeah. is, or you would you know, yeah maybe if if you're getting like, but I, I would say like, but we're very honest. Like I think we prevent a lot of fights then because in the moment if we're feeling a certain way about something we just kind of we we're verbal about it. So if you're doing something small that's pissing me off, I won't just build it up inside and wait for an explosion. I'll literally then and there be like, listen, I don't like how you're doing this. I'm feeling a bit upset. I don't know why yeah. you just tried doing this. Can we not do that anymore? That's why it's important to not be precious or on edge with each other and let the fights happen when yeah. when when they're happening. Talk it out. But also a very important thing is to not... Is sometimes think, is this something I'm actually concerned about or, I'm just, or am I just saying it to... Am I just fighting to win? Am I just saying this just to get a little bit of satisfaction? Because if you can avoid those and cut those things out before you say them... And your partner does the same thing, then you're saving so much bullshit that can build up and turn into something. Communication is everything. Like, even if you argue, like, argue well, argue in a mature way. Argue about real stuff. Yeah, argue about real shit. Don't threaten, don't try making others jealous. Like, don't, like, do the immature shit because at the end of the day, if you have an immature relationship like it's not gonna last that long I don't think um you know I try to fight with Ben like in a really real way and I'm just like hard on my sleeve I'm completely honest with how I'm feeling like sometimes I'll be so emotional and like literally cry 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 and that's good you should you should should be able to let your emotions out yeah the one thing Ben and I actually like do kind of um what we're trying to work on is like when we fight or have little arguments like Ben likes to and a lot of men are the same by the way most men actually wanted to take some time like maybe two hours or something and just regain their thoughts and like they don't want to really deal with it then and there they, they just kind of need space which is fine but women it's a male thing yeah, it's, it's a male thing but women generally like they kind of are more emotional they want to deal with it then and there I'm definitely a then and there kind of person so sometimes Ben and I will get in little arguments and I'll be texting him paragraphs and like please just so call that's, me I, that's kind of like and you'll ignore that... me and I'm like ah I know, exactly. So I guess that's something that we're like kind of working on now. Yeah, we are working on that. You know, it's something that we've discovered quite recently, maybe because we haven't had that many fights. Yeah. But it's something we've discovered and we've talked about and we've agreed and we're going to try and find like a middle ground yeah. where if that situation happens again, yeah. we can meet in the middle somewhere, realize where both of us are kind of feeling and what each of us is kind of needing and meet somewhere in the middle so that compromise it. one person isn't completely conceding and the other yeah. one isn't completely conceding. You're meeting somewhere in the middle. Maybe we'll, you need two hours usually to kind of regain your thoughts. I like it more instant. Maybe we can do like 45 minutes of regaining thoughts and then do yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> or, or just turn down the intensity for a moment. Just okay. turn it down. Well, you know a little overthinker, mister. So. I, know, I know, I know, I know, and that's not <laughs> uncommon. And yeah, sometimes I'm like that as well. Um... And I'm just shameless when I want to talk to him and he's ignoring me. I'm literally sending him text, 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 text. And like, please, I just need a phone call, Ben. <laughs> call me. It's really so funny. It's pathetic. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. My emotions are pathetic. No, they're not. They're beautiful. Thank you. <clears throat>
Love you. I love you. <laughs> okay, guys, it's been 45 minutes. We're going to let you go, but if you have any recommendations for any other podcast I can record with Ben, let me know. Also, we had an awesome idea. Ben's friends are hilarious, and like they're classic fuckboys, if I may say so. so you, you speak away. Literally. Speak freely. Okay, they're speak freely about the fuck boys. <laughs> they are literally called the fuck boys. Yeah, they're what their WhatsApp group is literally the fuck boys. Kind of a joke, but kind of uh, not for some of them. They really are for the fuck boys. They are. So I might do a podcast with some of them, and they can give you guys even more insight on the fuck boy mentality. You can see inside the small minds of the fuck boys. The small minds, <laughs> the pea-sized minds. <laughs> nice. Okay, guys, I'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. Bye.